The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Coming up in the program, we will answer all of your dating questions. Do you have a burning dating question that you want answered? Well, our panelists will answer that. Frank Kermit is in along with uh, Fritz Gerald uh, Moriso from uh, EliteSpeedDating.com. So we'll have those questions answered. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. Remember that you can always email me your questions at any point uh, during the week. All you have to do is uh, send me an email, laurie at drlaurie.com. You can also call me if you want at 514-790-0800. This is a question, um, more genital questions. We got a lot of those yesterday. I want to know what it is I have. It looks like skin tags around my genital area and also have some on my neck and the side of my ribs. Please let me know and thank you. So skin tags are usually little little bits of extra skin that are attached to the body by this, like a tiny little uh, stalk. They're usually the same color as the rest of your skin, and they're found usually in areas where there's uh, friction, often near the armpits or where clothing can rub against your skin. But sometimes you can get skin tags in the genital area if there's uh, friction, for example, caused by intercourse or by wearing underwear that rubs against your skin. Um, having said that, this is just my, uh, my hypothesis at this point, but anything that appears on your genital area that's new should be taken a look by a medical doctor. You'd want to rule out a sexually transmitted infections, uh, that maybe, uh, that could, that would cause genital warts. And are you mistaking the skin tags for genital warts? I don't know. So sometimes warts can be mistaken, uh, for skin tags. So it's really important that you have this checked by, uh, a doctor. So the main, the main difference really between a wart and the skin tag is that the, on a, a wart is a raised bump. Um, which is different than this little hanging uh, skin. But if you do have a wart, this has to be treated as soon as possible, but otherwise you can spread uh, the infection. Skin tags aren't dangerous, by the way. Uh, they can easily be removed by, uh, by a doctor as well. So uh, nothing to worry about, but if they bother you, then you can have them removed uh, quite, uh, quite easily. Uh, I had a question about birth control pills. Uh, how long does it take for birth control pills to be effective, both when you first start and when you are, when you already take them but have started a new month? So generally speaking, birth control pills start protecting you from pregnancy after about one week of taking them for the first time, but they have to be taken correctly. The biggest mistake with birth control pills is skipping pills, taking them at different times of the day. So if you're very consistent about taking your birth control pill, then it would be uh, protective. Uh, there are other pills that may take uh, less time, but every pill pack that you get comes with an information sheet that you should always read. I know we all hate to read 
instructions and stuff like that, but you really, uh, you really should. As long as you are on the pill and as long as you continue to take them properly month after month, you're always protected. So even though you're on, let's say you're on a 21 day cycle and then the next seven days are sugar pills or nothing, you're still protected during that time. So, and then make sure you start exactly when you're supposed to start. So, uh, if you've been taking the pill consistently, then you are, uh, you're protected along the way. Uh, how soon do you let a guy come into your house? I'm going through renovations and as a mild hoarder <laughs> trying to clean out my place. Oh my God, that reminds me of an episode of Friends. I am too embarrassed to let the guy come home with me and feel like an invasion of my privacy if I don't know the person well. He lives with a roommate and has asked to come to my place and I tried to explain this. Yeah, you know, we all have our, our boundaries and if you're feeling like it's an invasion of privacy, then it's an invasion of privacy. Then don't, uh, don't allow the person to come in until, uh, until you have a, a better knowledge of them. I just think that's, that would be a, that's fair. Um, that's a fair thing to do. So definitely, if you're not comfortable, then why would you do it? And be able to say, look, I, I'm I'm not comfortable with this right now. I'd like to get to know you better before inviting somebody uh, into my home. So I don't know if anybody else has any thoughts on this, but I think that that's... Uh, that that's fine. If you, uh, he wants to come over, you both decide that you want a place where you can be sexual or intimate, then go rent a hotel room for, for the beginning, go to some, some neutral place. And then at least until you have to be able to gauge also how he feels about messes or how is he the kind of guy that's going to get overwhelmed by coming into your apartment that, uh, that has a lot of stuff in it, for example. So you kind of have to test the waters a little bit to see how. I know in that episode of Friends, uh, Ross went, found a, a girl he really, really liked and then he goes to her house and it's a disaster. Like it's a, it's a complete mess. And he basically, he couldn't, he just couldn't take it. it, it he, he, and if you saw his apartment, how clean and neat it always was and orderly. So that was his thing that, that it, he, he couldn't do it. So, uh, and that's okay that let the other person can make that choice, uh, as well. So, uh, and maybe this is a question we can certainly bring up to our dating dilemmas panel as well. Like, that that's a a good question for um for uh, dating. Here's another question. This one too came up uh yesterday and came up again today. Uh my penis size is too small. Is it due to over masturbation or anything else? Will it affect my sexual life? So many questions come through about masturbation and it, it just makes me think of how little information is out there for people or how we are we need to you introduce this in sex education or sexual wellness education so that people understand what masturbation is all about what excessive masturbation is what how normal it is and what it does and won't do like it will not grow hairs on your on the palms of your hands it will not shrink your penis size or any of that 
so I, I'm not sure when you say too small, what's too small. The average uh, penis size around the world is five inches erect, more or less. Uh, so I'm not sure when you say uh, too small. Penis size is not related to your frequency of masturbation. I have not seen any scientific studies that demonstrate that masturbation has this kind of impact, frankly. Um, but if your masturbation practices are causing you pain because you are aggressive with your penis, then yes, you may be doing damage to yourself. And if you cause scar tissue or things like that, that could be uh, a problem. The other question you have is regarding the effect on your sex life. So I can tell you this, that for some men who engage in excessive masturbation, they do sometimes have trouble uh, climaxing with other forms of stimulation like intercourse. It's like getting very used to one form of stimulation. So uh, if you do find that this is happening with your partner, then you, the best thing to do is to hold back on your masturbation activities so that you can start getting used to uh, another form of stimulation. And that's a very common uh, problem that I see as well. So coming up, if you have questions about uh, dating, there's a few good ones coming up on the text board as well, uh, like how come you can't find a match uh, beyond one date, who pays the bill, when does somebody come over, um, how to tell if, uh, how to, what are the red flags you should be looking for? So these are some of the questions that have come up, uh, and, uh, we'll have those answered. Frank Kermit, who is a dating coach, will be in studio with us along with Fitzgerald Morisot, who is the uh, founder of uh, EliteSpeedDating.com. So that's our little dating panel. We always have a lot of fun answering these questions. Your relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Dating dilemmas tonight on the program. Joining me, Fritz Gerald Morisot of com, along with Frank Kermit, the dating coach and the author of many books on dating. This is uh, our 99th uh, episode of Dating Dilemmas. I can't believe how long we've been doing that. Like that equals years. <laughs> Just years. about uh, coming to the end of nine years, about to start ten years. That's crazy. Ninety-nine months yeah. of dating dilemmas. I love it. Mazel tov. Uh, congrats. <laughs> well, hey, next month, before the end of the year, we'll get to our 100th show, and we'll do some giveaways. How about we do that? Ooh, and be it'll cool. be Boxing Day, so we'll even do better giveaways. Awesome. All right, good. Uh, so tonight, any question you have, uh, some of the questions that trouble you, uh, when it comes to uh, dating, we'd love to hear what you have to say. So the first one was one that I tried to answer myself, but now I'm going to get your input. Uh, so this texter writes in that uh, a guy wants to come over to her house. So she doesn't really quite know him all that well. She considers herself a uh, mild hoarder, <laughs> and it's a bit of a mess. He lives with a roommate. He's asked to come over. But she feels it's like an invasion of her privacy. So at which point, like the question is, how soon do you let a guy come into your house? Uh, okay, well, there's. I have a couple of questions for you. Number one, is the fact that you are a mild hoarder the number one reason you don't want to invite somebody over because you're embarrassed? Or is this because... Uh, you don't like him enough, you don't trust him enough, what's the real reason? Wouldn't it be, let's say you are a, a mild hoarder, which plenty of people are, 
uh, or you're messy or whatever, you may want to first find out how the person might react or will they be accepting of this, right? So there could be not just embarrassment, but more about will they will they will they judge me or will they think differently of me or something? Of like course, that, they're right? going to judge you. Um, you have to decide: Are you okay with that judgment, or do you want to you know clean up your place? One of the things I've always suggested for singles is to organize your home so that it is always date ready. So let's say when I someone, agree with you, Frank. Yeah. Let's say when someone is coming over and you say, oh, when someone comes over, I always have the candelabra is just placed on the table there. And I have my nice satin sheets on the sofa and I have the candles ready to go with the incense and so on. If that's what you do when someone is coming over, you're planning a romantic evening. That's the way it should be decorated all the time. So keeping it neat as if somebody, that's like saying, uh, I make sure you always wear the right underwear because <laughs> you never know yeah. where, where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, no granny panties or anything. <laughs> I, 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 I subscribe to that statement because you don't know. Every night is a possible night. It's an opportunity that can happen at any point. But I'm time. with her on the getting to know somebody first because your home is a reflection of you and sometimes to let somebody into your space, you, I, I believe there should be some level of trust established. You have to do with what you feel comfortable with. But again, what I'm, I'm not hearing first and foremost, I don't want this guy to come over cause I don't trust him yet. What I'm hearing is, Oh, but I live this way and I'm going to get judged for it. And so on. These are two very different topics. Uh, and just a quick comment. No man has ever really cared about granny panties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not interested in the packaging. They just want. <laughs> Underneath. But you if go. you, I, well, I don't know about no man has ever cared about the granny panties, but if you are a mild hoarder, call it what you want. You're messy. I think that you the person is going to know. <laughs> They're going right, to find out point. at one point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, at first, because you're in the dating phase, yes, Frank, I agree with you. It should always be ready, neat, because you don't know what's going to happen. As you get to know the person, you'll see how they live, and then you'll be able to adjust or adapt how you're going to spring that news of, this is mm. how it is every day. Interestingly, house. this text writes, isn't making your place so ideal not showing your true self? You're showing your best self. So you're showing your best self, yes, but that's not, okay, self. that's now, a better way of saying it than your true self. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's be clear. If you don't de decorate your place a certain way, if you're only doing it for the purposes of romantic settings, and it's not really something you're even into, now you're, that, that is incongruent. That is a deceit. Right. But if there's something, like I said, if you know that candles are going to be in a certain spot every time you have somebody coming over for a romantic evening, those candles should be there all the time. Because they're important to you. Yeah. Right. And if you don't feel comfortable bringing people over, then don't. Right. That, so the, uh, this texter uh, wrote, wrote a bit more. I actually admitted to him about this, <clears throat> and he offered to help me because he really likes me. For me, it's split from the horde and the fact that I'm very territorial. I'm also afraid he is interested in having sex too fast. Okay. First of all, he should not be helping you. 
clean up your place, okay? He's right. not your maid. Yes. You're not his therapist. Let's stay away from that. You're not there to be friends. You're there to see if there's a romantic connection. Right. Uh, if he wants to uh, gift you something for the holidays and maybe hire a maid service to come in and clean and something like that, assuming the two of you are still together, that's another issue. But him helping you clean, no. no. If you are territorial, okay, uh, and you are so territorial that your place is a mess, this is a some completely separate issue that's not going to be uh, solved by inviting your potential boyfriend to help you clean. That's not his job. Right. And you need to set a boundary and say, look, I appreciate the offer, but... That's not That's, what we're this here This is for. my stuff. And talk about being territorial. Like, you, you wouldn't want somebody cleaning up your mess if, if that's how you feel. Maybe you want uh, the mess. Maybe you want to keep the mess. Obviously, it doesn't sound like he really cares that much. Now, worried about he might want sex. Well, listen, if he's getting together with you in a romantic setting, chances are pretty good that, yeah, at some point he he's going to want, want right. sex. It's up and to it's you. a compliment. It's a compliment. Well, first compliment. of all, just because he wants doesn't mean he gets. Like, no. you can set your boundaries there, yeah. too. Okay. And, exactly. Even ahead you, of time. It's not about what he wants. It's about you setting a boundary that you believe in. Just don't set a boundary and then change your mind later. Right. Set a boundary and communicate your boundary. If you're, te- if you're worried that he's going to want sex when he comes over and you don't want sex in your place, tell him before he comes over. Just so you know, I really don't feel comfortable having sex at my place. Right. Well, yeah, don't or, or don't yet, go to no. your place. Like, if, right. if, that's what I suggested. Go, just you, don't go. because right. I say think, I'm not ready yet. Exactly. You can say I'm not ready yet. Uh, and this again, going back to the person who wrote, isn't making your place so ideal, not showing your true self, and then he or she sees your true self and then breaks up after attachment. See, this is the fear that often people have: is if I present my best self and then. Um, my, tr- but it takes time to get to know somebody's true self to tell you the truth. It, it can take like a good few months before mm-hmm. you see them in different situations and, and you're evaluating that. It's normal for us to present our best self. Listen, you're supposed to present your best self. Okay. You, I don't want you to go out there and lie, but present your best self. If you, uh, are in a habit of, let's say, losing your temper because you have a really bad temper. You're not presenting your best self when you, you know, let things go that you complain about after the person leaves. That's being deceitful. Everybody's worried about being taken advantage of. Everybody's worried about being lied to. Guess what? That's part of life. You still have to go out there and take a chance because if you don't take a chance, you're right. You'll never be taken advantage of. You will never be heartbroken. You're also never going to find the love Love. that you want. You have to be willing to take that risk. Right. Uh, here's another question, uh, Frank Kermit, uh, dating coach, and uh, Fritz Gerald Morisot from EliteSpeedDating.com in studio with us for our dating dilemmas. Who pays the bill? We have this conversation a lot. I find it awkward when the bill comes. If we each pay our own, do we discuss it first? Yes, you discuss it first. Really? Everybody pays for themselves, and your first couple of dates should be really inexpensive. Problem solved. And if Problem solved. If you're okay, I'm old school. I'm young and I'm still old, old school. Old school, yes. My mama taught me better. Okay. <laughs> what did your I mama go, teach you? You pay. On the first date, she at least, if she, he or she there pretend at least that you're going to do a, a I'm going to I think reach, you should always uh, offer you know, to offer, pay. Yes. But in my mind, I, like I'm paying, I'm paying for at least, and now we're going to be talking about strict dating zone more than I'm really just feeling this out. I'm willing to pay maybe five, ten dates 
to just a no if if I'm willing to continue. Right? How expensive a date are you investing just to find out that she doesn't? Well, doesn't like it you? depend on what the the means you have? Yes, also? exactly. It also depends depend on the means we, you have. If we can only go on a to. Okay, I'm going to make a trip to Mickey D's. Oh, I no, don't recommend not, anybody to go to again. Mickey D's. Okay? We're not doing that one again. If, yeah. if, if you go there, then that's there. But if you want to go to uh, horse bike riding, you want to go, I don't know. You do an activity. An activity. Then you pay for the activity. Like, uh, that's the whole plan. Maybe, And this is where maybe I'm old school. Mm. Chivalrous, la galanterie. I'm not comfortable personally. Like, when I was dating, I always, like, I would be asked out. They would... Pay, they would reach for the bill, but I always said, "Let me." I'm, you know, let, I would take out my credit card, or I'd go for my but wallet, that's what or they I care would, about. I would say, "Let me." Or if we did dinner and then we went out for coffee, I would pay for the coffee. Mm-hmm. Or if there was a movie, no, no, you paid the movie, I'll get the the, and I would insist. Um, so I d- so never want to feel like what happens when somebody offers to pay and the other person says, "Okay, okay," well, that that already gives an indication. You know, put that into perspective. Does that fall within your sets of values? And are you cool with that? Or are you I not? Might, I might be turned off okay, if, if somebody exactly. says. Then don't offer okay. to pay. The, this no, is part no, of the tell deceit. me something. This, well, if, no. If you're going to offer to pay, then you're offering to pay. Yes, we're offering to pay. But you can at least show some kind of decency. Even pretend and say, oh, can I? You know, give give that. Or the person one. says, "No, no, let me take care of this. You can take care of the yes. coffee later on." But if you're offering to pay and you don't mean it, this is the deceit that the other caller. I mean, was I do about. mean you it. Do mean I it. just don't. Then f- you can't be mad when someone takes you up on the offer. All no right, one well, said that they were mad. Who pays the damn bill is what I want to know. Um, what are your thoughts on that? We'll get to your thoughts after we check in with our newsroom here on CJD 800. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure to the pain and everything in between. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. A big dating question that comes up time and time again, which we can have arguments about, at least on this show. Who pays the bill? Do you always offer to pay half? What about, okay, we've got, let, let's talk about straight couples. So you've got to, you know, man, man and woman. What does it mean? What does it say? Does, is, are there assumptions made if you let somebody pay the bill? Do, uh, do they believe, um, that they're going to get something at, at the end of it all? These are all things that we kind of uh, question. Do you order the cheapest thing? Do you order the most expensive thing on the menu? Or do you care? Or do you watch that? Do you pay attention to that? These are some of the questions. Uh, so a couple of texts here um, that I want to share with Frank and Fritz, who are in studio with me for our Dating Dilemmas panel. I prepare to pay for myself, but if the guy says, I invited you, I got this, I let them. Then I usually offer to pay for coffee or something later. And that's always been my attitude. That's how I operate also. So it's so based I get on that. who does the inviting? Who does, well, if the person says, no, I, you know what? I asked you out on a date and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to pay. Like and this traditionally, is, how often does a woman ask out a man? Well, if I were to ask somebody out, I would pay. If I was the one asking the person out. So that would be my, I invited you. I got this. So I don't know how people feel about this, but anyway. Uh, text writes, and this would turn me off. We shared a plate of fries. 
The bill was $15, and he insisted on me coughing up my half. Wow. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Right. So he was so, testing her. Well, he was testing her, and I'm sure that that uh, she was like, uh, but what she was probably done with that. He's testing her to see if she has the expectation that he should be paying for her at all times. They just met once. So he says, why don't you pay your half? And she's under the assumption that he should have paid even though they shared that. So maybe he's worried about being with a woman that just wants him for his money. Maybe he's been through a very nasty divorce where he's lost half his stuff and now doesn't want to take chances. So he wants to make sure that he's with somebody who appreciates the value of a dollar. Even though... (laughs) Even though Mr. Old I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. okay, I might see where you're coming from. From what I under, or from what I remember recalling what she said, um, he insisted. Mm-hmm. So if he's insisting, that means she's already. There's been a conversation it's, it's that about word. this. It's like the insisting on yes. me coughing up half. It's like somebody who takes the bill and says, "Okay, your share is seven dollars and twenty two cents." Yes. You know, something yeah. like that. Like, Already there, actually, I think. Like that tells me that to me that shows some. Like so, I would judge it as okay. This person may be frugal. This person, may, like I would or still maybe judge he it. Sees you as an equal. Okay, I, I that wouldn't be my first thought. No, that would not be my first <laughs> thought as well. And also based on we're talking about fries, it's fifteen dollars. For you, it's it's just $15. Some people, we don't know what the economics of these people are. If they're working for minimum wage, $15 is pretty significant if that's what you make for an hour. So they went out, met up. He's treating her like an equal. He's not thinking, oh, she can't do it. She can't afford it. He's treating her like an equal. I don't think he's treating her like an equal. I think he's be I it, in my point, I think he's being flat out disrespectful. For if you order okay. some fries and you believe, okay, if and you believe that there's a you and there's an I and if we're trying to make something work to see if there's a spark, let's try to ignite the we. And if we are going to do something, we later on are going to be sharing some fries. We are not going to be splitting the bill at 6:22. Why we, is it a we and he has to pay? That's not a we. That's on he. That's a, that's not on we, he. he that's not a she. We. Could we just let that one go, please? Why is she so resentful that he asked her to pay for her half of the bill? Well, let's he see what other people say. On, he insisted. Yeah, because he's saying, hey, this is your half. This is my half. I'm treating you like an equal. I respect you as an individual. I respect you as a woman who is capable of paying her own way. But what if he asked her out? Anyway, okay, let me just, let me see what other people have to say here. The inviter pays for the invitee. If it is mutual, then it can be one or the other or split or percentage thereof. Another text says, I had a girlfriend that told me I was not allowed to take her out anywhere where I had coupons or two for ones. Uh-huh, uh-huh, look at that. Uh-huh. That's I, a different scenario, Frank. Okay, here, the, that is a turnoff. She had talking the expectation of, that he should go out of pocket, and how dare he use a coupon? Come on. Okay, let me That's just... <laughs> we're, we're clearly not agreeing very much. No. Uh, another text writes, that is a turnoff. Yes. I'm talking about, unless you both ordered separate things. He should have gone to McDonald's and got two fries for about five bucks. Then he would have paid for it. There you go. Uh, I'm a female and I would 
handle it much as I would with a friend. If I invite out, I'm absolutely prepared to pay for it. But I also find it rude for someone to be cheap about splitting the bill, etc. And I'm a pretty generous person. And I think that's the judgment. Let's be real. We judge. On a date, you go, you meet somebody for the first time, you're judging whether you want, like you're judging on based on whatever, right? Sometimes right. it could be things that maybe we shouldn't be judging on, like somebody's appearance or somebody, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, so, but we do it, we do it. And, and when the judgment of, yeah, this person, I, I think this person may be cheap or frugal or whatever will come up in, in this kind of situation, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's right or wrong. Uh, Ron says, doctor, I'm 80 and I always pay for my relatives and my sister-in-laws as I cannot take the money with me as I don't have children. Well, you're very generous and that's a nice attitude to have. It's like, let me spend it while I'm alive, right? For, Mm -hmm. and and let everybody, uh, benefit. Uh, hey team CJD, that's team Frank, Fritz and Lori. I went out on my first date with my girlfriend and I invited her for dinner. And when the bill came in, she insisted on paying half since I invited her. I said, absolutely not. And I went back and forth for a few seconds. Then she said, fine. Then she says, then I get it next time. And I said, oh, oh, there's a next time. Fantastic. We've been going so far three years and four months and I'm the happiest guy on the planet. That's nice. Yes. Actually, because that's an indication. Oh, yeah, there's an extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, you know, so that's cool. Good for them. That's cool. Uh, so I guess your bottom line is just discuss it. How should we do the bill? Sometimes I feel awkward, etc. Do you mind if we do Dutch? Though I find it hard to communicate with someone I don't know well. So I guess having the conversations, it's like having the sex conversation. Money conversations are like Look, if you cannot difficult. handle an uncomfortable conversation, then your problem isn't that you can't find an amazing person. It's that you need to learn how to communicate. Yeah, and have the difficult conversation. Hey, yeah. you know, or or somebody asks you out, and you can you can say we're going Dutch. <laughs> Dutch is such an old word, but <laughs> I don't know what people say now. But uh, see, I don't think like dating is dating. If we're talking about initial dates, the first few dates, it, to me, it does it shouldn't be that complicated. This is yeah, why I say everybody should pay for themselves, and anybody who is paid for sometimes ends up feeling obligated. And that could be a lack of self-esteem on the part of the person who's being paid for that. Well, so-and-so took me out. They spent a lot of money on me. I don't really like them, but okay, I'll give in for a good night kiss, even I don't feel like it. You know, we have right. This- and that's what I was saying. It's like, what what is the feeling you get? And sometimes if you don't want any of that muddied, you know, and you, you want to okay. make it clear, you can say, well, no, we're... We're, we're paying equal, but then it makes it like more like friends too, right? It, yes, it, right. it does do that. But let, let's, because he's paying, does that does not mean he, and, and I said he, he, because he or she is paying, mm-hmm. that does not mean that you are guaranteed or he is getting something at the end of it. That, that doesn't mean that. Unless she orders the most expensive thing on the menu. And then becomes a question of, is that an indication that she really likes him that night? 
See, a lot of assumptions made. Let me just share one one thing, and then we'll go um, to traffic. Wow, memories from 30 years ago. Dated a guy who never took me to his house for months. He said it was messy. He was a pig, and we'd stay at my apartment. He had a great job, and we went through the chicken drive through I had a breast and him a leg. We didn't split it. He charged me the additional 50 cents. The next morning, I told him to get dressed and get out. Never saw him again. He got to sleep in clean sheets and towels, and he was that cheap. Get out. All right, we, we're really a, a quite quite a focus on on the bill paying and who pays, but it's a big dilemma, frankly, in dating that uh, everybody has dealt with. Everybody, everybody who's dated has had that question. So we'll uh, continue with that and any other questions you have about dating here with Frank and Fritz on our dating dilemmas here on Passion. It's sex out loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD eight hundred. Wow, this is uh, creating a lot of uh, talk, talk. Mm-hmm. Dating dilemmas, Frank Kermit and Fritz Gerald Morisot of speed, EliteSpeedDating.com. By the way, if you uh, are interested in learning more about uh, speed dating, go to EliteSpeedDating.com, sign up for free, and find out where there's an event near you. Uh, we've been talking about splitting the bill. This is like insane how many people are dealing with this. And I th- and I really do believe that every single one of us who is out there dating, I haven't been in a long time, Fritz hasn't been in a long time, but we we have to deal with this. Like this issue comes up at some point. So just uh, some of your texts. I've always paid for the woman, uh, for the women who I've had the privilege to be with. If a man cannot pay, find a new man. My friend said that going Dutch is a reference to Dutch people being cheap. I'd never heard that, but apparently Dutch treat means... No treat, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, I like what this text writes. I take myself out to whenever, wherever I want. I order what I want. I read a good book and stay as long as I like. And I pay. So much easier and enjoyable. So that's somebody who's happily single, clearly. Uh, I've heard women who don't let a guy pay usually means the woman is not interested. Have you heard that? Okay, repeat this to me. The, I've, heard I've heard that. Heard women who I've don't heard. let a guy pay usually means the woman is not interested. I guess is it because she knows nothing's going to happen? I'm not interested, but if I let him pay for me, I'm sending him a signal that he can go ahead and go for the goodnight kiss or go for more, which is what we were talking about earlier, that at one time, if a woman was really interested in a guy, one of the ways she indicated it was to let him pay for the date, and she ordered the most expensive thing on the rent menu. Wow. I did not know that. I would never do that. I would never get the most expensive thing on the menu, no matter what. Like that. Okay, you but just wait. Don't do that. There's just so many different layers to this, right? Mm-hmm. So to, to the most expensive thing, are you going to get something? No, that doesn't mean you're going to get something. But what it does do... And I will say this, what it does do is that it gives an indication that if either party plays this right, that there's a probability, not a possibility, but a probability that something could happen. So wait a second, let me get this right. So if the woman orders the most expensive thing on the menu, this indicates to you that there's a probability that you might get lucky. It gives me the probability that I'm on the right path. This was at a time when social norms dictated the world of dating. In today's current society, the social norms have been removed. Exactly. So so today it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But because those same social norms have been removed, 
the best way not to have to deal with games, not to have to try to figure out what this means, what this doesn't mean, how it could be interpreted. Everybody pays for themselves. It's the simplest, most efficient way. And anybody who's out there worried that they're going to be taken advantage of or they're worried about feeling pressured because someone is paying for them, everybody pays for themselves is and, the safest and removes all, and, and of, removes that. all of that. Right. That's why I say it. That's why I'm right. <laughs> of course, you're always right. Uh, no, I, I, no, I don't think you're right because some people still want chivalry. Some people still want you can to, still have I, men or women. You can some still people, open the door. Yes, you can still, still do that. You can still uh, put your arm out, have her walk on the inside of the curb. You can be chivalrous, but why does chivalry involve his money? Okay, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, I'm the woman in the room and I'm going to take over now. <laughs> Okay, let me share some text from our listeners. I think that people who expect sex should present some kind of contract at dinner. <laughs> Bottom line, that's Fritz for you, the lawyer. Bottom line here should be that uh, no one should make assumptions about expecting the other person to pay for you or expecting sex. That's I like that. Bravo. Both parties should come to the table as equals unless someone insists on treating you. I agree with that. I, so I would never go without money or I would never go without... I'm okay with expecting to pay, but I like the idea that somebody insists on paying. Oh, <laughs> okay, so, so you want you want to be treated like an equal and still have him pay for you. Yes. Got it. Yes. Notice what this person okay. said. You treat everybody like an equal, okay. so everybody pays for themselves. I prefer this one. Rock, paper, scissors. Have a competition on the bill. I like that one. Yes. I like that That's one. Um, if I ask a girl out, it's because I like her and I want to impress her. If I pay and it doesn't work out, well, it cost me a few bucks to find out it wasn't meant to be. If I pay and it does work, well, it was w well worth it. But it's part of the process and I have no problem with it. And that's if it's one date. What if he's going to date her for three months and he's paying for three months and then she decides, I like you, but as a friend. Right. Yeah. Then he decided to continue for three months and not establish his point of friend zone or not in the right. friend zone. He has an opportunity to decide where he wants to go. Decide. So you're like, saying, hold on. This so, whole thing. So he pays, you don't go he three months. Decide, One at a time, He gets to folks. put a time limit on it. Of course. He, look, you don't oh, go three okay. months paying for someone and you don't know where this is going. If you if you haven't figured that out, that's on you. That's not on the other person. That's on you. So the person who pays gets to set a time limit for how long, how many dates they'll pay for it before they say you haven't put out yet so i'm gone no that's not what offer. i said at all frank hold on that's not what i said at, at the, all frank. at the very least an offer like the uh, i think a person who's like you yes. should have some somebody who says look let me let me take care of the movie like you've taken care of dinner and whatever the offer doesn't mean anything if the person is not willing to actually go through with oh it. no obviously uh, I would do that. Okay, but Frank, no one said that the person is making the offer and not going through with it. I make the offer, I'm going through with it. The fact of how you react or what the indications that you're giving me from my offer and your response is going to help me gauge do I want to continue that's or right. do I not want to continue. That's right. I am still yeah. going to judge. That's what's going to happen. Okay, so that's the whole point. I'm willing and ha you know, I'll have the money to do it and whatever, but it will give me an indicator how the person exactly. responds. Whether uh, it's the kind of person or whatever, I will judge it. Like we all do, Good. we all do. Um, let's see. Uh, I hate cheap men who can't even pay my coffee on a coffee date. When it's a coffee date, I mean, I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, she wants equality, but you know, if it's a coffee date, he should pay. Well, okay. Listen, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It definitely gives an indication when a woman lets you pay; she is interested. 
Does it now? Well, I don't know. I, oh, I, no, I, I, I read this. paid for dates and ended up in the friend zone because she enjoyed the chivalry. She enjoyed being taken care of, but she had no interest in actually getting somewhere. Let's put it this way, Frank. If she's deciding all the time everywhere to go and you're forking out the bill and you haven't decided yet on what to do, then you have an issue. If you're the one deciding at the places to go and you're paying and you're insisting on her paying, you again have an issue because you decided this whole thing. Hold on. Let's just, let me just see a couple more texts here. In the 70s, Friday nights were for singles dating and Saturday nights for couples and the guy always paid. Yes. In the 70s. In the 70s, but we're not in the 70s anymore. And then another text, oh my God, if the guy won't pay, I know right away he's a cheapskate. Give me a break. It's a date, not a business. Business meeting. Um, and then somebody writes, today lovely. the end of chivalry. <laughs> you can't have chivalry and equality. You, you have to choose. And uh, you hate cheap men. That's okay. Cheap men don't want to be taken advantage of. Okay, hold on. A couple more times before we end here. Has it ever occurred to a man that a woman ordering the most expensive choice from the menu might merely mean she could be simply taking advantage of him? I think that's what you're saying. And by the same token, a woman ordering the least expensive choice might be interested yet simultaneously respectful as well? Absolutely. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, somebody else writes, are we going to have a Me Too movement now for guys who won't pay? Uh, do gay couples have the same dilemma? I think in speaking Absolutely. to gay couples, I've, I've asked them, they always, the answer that I always got was whoever asked the other one out would be the one who paid or they uh, or they they split the bill. Uh, there have been many times on first dates that I have insisted on paying, and I'm a woman. I found that it always caught them off guard, and I always enjoyed seeing their reactions. So it's from this texture, it almost seems like they're the men that she dated expected to pay. And so mm-hmm. maybe men today still expect She's to a pay. Keeper. I want, to, I want to say right now, that woman a who was willing to pay and the men were surprised, she is a keeper. And her phone number is 555. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. <laughs> she is marriage material right there. That's a woman you can trust with your life. Oh. If she's at least willing to pay for her own weight. That, I, I, whoever you are, I love you. Oh, I gotta say this one. Frank's wrong, lol. The first date, he should pay. The first few dates, he should pay. Are you if worth she's it? she's interested. Are you even worth it? How are you gonna find out, Frank? Oh She'll my. She'll pay her own way. You could pay can for the Can I shut date. you guys up for one second? No. Can I end the show? We can have this discussion. We can, we'll continue it off air. Uh, thank you all so much. Thank you to, uh, Fritz Gerald Morriso. EliteSpeedDating.com is the website. Frank Talks can be reached at, uh, Frank Talks dot well, frank kermit at franktalks.com and i can be reached at drlaurie.com and dave simon can be reached at the cjd uh, phone number here <laughs> no 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 don't call him don't call him <laughs> thank you dave for all you do uh you can connect with me on social media at dr laurie batito coming up next on cjd the ctv national news have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion